A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, I'm still excited. Um, it, I just watched the behind the scenes of the Starbeast, uh, which is on the YouTube. Uh, Nairi has very, you know, politely posted it into our Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group, which... It's a private group, but really, it doesn't take much much to join if you are not a member. Just pop in. Uh, also, don't forget you can uh, join us on patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard if you uh, have anything you want to say. Uh, and I am more than happy to read out any and everything, except for Matt's swear words. That's not going to be happening. Um <laughs> He he's he keeps trying to get me to say naughty things, and I refuse. Uh, so I I really really enjoyed uh, watching that behind the scenes. I I did get to a point with Doctor Who Confidential when it was on, where I was just like, it's just the same thing every week. It's just uh, old mate Danny Hargraves blowing things up, um, which is fine. I enjoy that, and you know, half of this was also that, but I found it you know, delightful seeing that kind of happen again. And I kind of missed that during, you know, it kind of petered out during the Moffat and Smith era, I guess because we've seen the same things happening a thousand times. Um, and we never really got much, like the behind-the-scenes stuff with Jodie Whittaker. Like, we got a lot of weird uh, online games of, you know... <laughs> Jody and Mandip doing quizzes and being fiercely competitive, which I thoroughly enjoyed. But I do love a bit of behind the scenes business. Um, now I'm going to confess something to you that is uh, probably going to be shocking. But I have um, been possibly more excited about Catherine Tate coming back than David Tennant. Um, is that inappropriate like I just love Donna so much and 
the her, the end of her story uh, in Journey's End was one of the most heartbreaking things that's ever happened in Doctor Who. Uh, so to get a new chapter of her story was delightful. Um, the bizarre <laughs> explanation of why she's now able to survive the Metacrisis was berserk uh, because, you know, it's happening not only to her but to her daughter. Um, that was bonkers. And I love that, you know, you know uh, that because of the Metacrisis and handing down, which is why Rose has chosen that name for herself, uh, why her shed looks like a TARDIS, um, and all of her toys. Oh, my God. Was it not the cutest thing in the world to see that all of the toys were, in fact, uh, creatures from the history of Doctor Who? There was, like, a fluffy ood and, you know, the the beast <laughs> with the horns and there was a uh, a jadoon and like all of that stuff um which makes me wonder who is the woman in Abu Dhabi who is buying them all that is something like are we going to get is that going to be something that happens later i mean the third episode of this features the toy maker uh and in this episode rose is making toys is there some kind of connection between the two? Is there some kind of connection between Rose making these toys and the toy maker coming up in the third episode, The Giggle? So I I, I don't know. Uh, I don't have a theory for that. It was just something that occurred to me in this moment of speaking out loud. As you can tell, I don't prepare these episodes. <laughs> if you're new to Adam Richard has a theory, I do just kind of turn on the microphone and start talking. Like I don't edit. Uh, sometimes I will just go for a long, pause and wonder what I'm on about. Sometimes there's planes flying over. It's it's hectic here. Um, regular listeners know this. They're used to it. And, you know, the fact that I'm weirdly slurring this morning. I'm so excited. I have been awake since 5.30 this morning and it is, you know... <laughs> It's getting late in the day and I'm a little bit delirious. Um, uh, so, yeah. Uh, also, to new listeners, uh, if you're listening on the regular feed and you're like, but it's Tuesday. Um, <laughs> uh, if you are on Patreon, you get all five episodes of the week on uh, a Sunday afternoon. So, you can binge to your heart's content, as many people do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, 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 I didn't entirely love the resolution of oh uh donna's had a, a a child so therefore you know the the meta crisis can be dissipated through two people and i did like the let it go bit though um that was that was pretty impressive uh it's just like well you know you're not a woman, so you don't know to let it go. Um, and the pronoun discussion was kind of hilarious. Like, what are your pronouns? Uh, my pronouns are the definite article, the. And the doctor's the. I, it just does a lovely end run around, you know, <laughs> what <laughs> what people have been kind of arguing about is like, oh, what do we refer to the female doctor as? What do we refer to the male doctor as? Oh, what are the doctor's pronouns? And you were like, well, the doctor's pronouns now are the. Um, by the way, if anyone uh, is wondering, 
wondering, my own, uh, any and all. Uh, because I kind of, you know, was in my 20s during the, the, <laughs> the 90s and hanging out with a lot of gay people and kind of like in camp culture, we refer to each other as she. Um, and I will answer to she. I'll answer to they. I'll answer to he. I'll answer to, you know, pretty much anything. Um, <laughs> just call me. I'll answer. Uh <laughs> Oh my God, I'm so needy. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was an interesting thing. And also the fact that uh, they did not shy away from the way trans teens are treated, especially in the UK. I know we've spoken about this in this podcast before where there is kind of like that, um, that you know, JK Rowling, uh, Graham Linehan, anti-trans brigade has been normalized. Like that is, uh, that's kind of the majority view, it would seem, uh, in the UK, that that kind of transphobic language and behavior, like the newspapers all run with it. Um, you know, they call anything they don't like woke, uh, as if, you know, that is a some kind of swear word, as if being progressive and caring about people is somehow the worst thing in the world you could possibly do. Oh my God, how awful to treat people with compassion. Um, <laughs> just such a strange world we live in at the moment. But yeah, that is kind of normalized behavior. So the way, you know, the way that Paul Rose is dead named by those kids in the street, which, you know, kids bully each other, it's horrific, um, was, you know, quite a poignant moment and it was it was pretty full on. And just, you know, also getting to see Donna be just a glorious mum. And, you know, I will descend. Oh, I would be terrified of Donna descending, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) And then we do get to see her descend. Um, But, yeah, I just, I really loved that. And I loved that the, um, you know, that the kind of binary, non-binary moment uh, had been seeded back in Journey's End. And it's referenced very early in the episode. How did we all feel, by the way, about the big recap at the start uh, about the Doctor basically telling everyone who's watching Doctor Who for the first time on Disney Plus how Doctor Who works? (laughs) I mean, it wasn't really how Doctor Who works. It was more about um, Donna's backstory and kind of like giving us uh, a a reason for this. And like it was the Doctor and Donna both addressing the camera in a, a really kind of intense way i i i was like oh okay this is interesting because they did an interview on um darwin radio this week uh and was talking to nick the presenter who hadn't watched doctor who in a long time and he's like well where do i jump back in i can't go back 60 years and start with the very first one it's a lot and and i was like well you could you know you could go back to 2005 and start with rose but we're still you know that's still (laughs) Thirteenth seasons worth of television to get through. I said, I I really do trust that Russell T Davis will make this, given that it's going to be the first one that anyone sees on Disney Plus. He'll make this as palatable as possible to people. But I also get why Disney are kind of holding on um, until the Shooty Gutwa series to kind of do their big launch because that will be their first big episode. And I honestly believe something is going to happen at the end of that third special where we will get something of a reboot so that when Shooty's first episode drops, it will be a new day 
for new fans on the Disney Plus series. Anyway, uh, I would love to have your thoughts, your theories. Let me know how you feel about the Star Beast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.